What's up, everyone? Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised a Geek. This week, we talk about the season premiere of Succession on HBO Max and give some initial impressions of Resident Evil 4. So let's get into it. I'm Chris, and as always, I'm here with my buddy Don. How are we doing, man? Chris, what is up today, my friend? We're okay. Everything's all right. <clears throat> Can't complain too much on this late March evening. I'm good. April uh, Fools is right around the corner. April Fools, the weirdest holiday of them all. Still doesn't make a lot of sense. Like you're just tricking people. Like and stay off the internet that day because anything you read is 50/50 chance that it's full of shit. Isn't and that isn't that how the internet just is? nowadays like every well, day yeah. i read something it's 50 50 chance it's shit <laughs> fake news false yeah check Wrong. your sources yeah that's dumb um yeah but i'm good we didn't have a show last week because uh well we were just got done with our long uh long series of last of us shows and thanks for everyone who, who listened to those so we took a week off because you went on vacation yep. um little vacation with you and the fam yep up you to the smoky your... mountains yeah how was that i haven't even really asked you how to go it went good we kind of could have used an extra day it was kind of a really quick trip but um overall i had a good time got to see see my family from chicago came down and met so we kind of wasn't really meeting in the middle but kind of mm-hmm. rented a cabin kind of cabin, ca- cabin boy um my little nephew and I were climbing mountains, big giant hills that were behind our our cabin. So we were like, let's climb some hills. So we climbed a bunch of hills and then I couldn't walk the next day because I was so sore from walking. And I was like, this little, this little bastard doesn't even <laughs> like, he's not even, he didn't even feel it. Like he was just like, let's do more. And I'm just like, oh my God, am I getting old? Well, you are though. That's the thing. You're old. I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> don't want to be old. Here's the thing. <clears throat> Like your nephews, whatever, I think a little 10, older. Oh, 10, 11. I have a four-year-old nephew and I see him like doing all these weird jumps and like getting down on his knees real fast and sitting Indian style. And I was like, man, I remember those days when your body just didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> like when you just had those young, fresh limbs and fresh joints where nothing, <laughs> you were invincible. The world couldn't stop you. You could, you could do a somersault into a brick wall and be fine and shake it off but you know, now <laughs> now now we can't even get out of bed without hearing something creak or your bones cracking so now as you're talking about this you used to always say that you feel like you could survive an explosion or just run through fire or just run through fire do you still feel like that no i'd be dead instantly <laughs> oh yeah i would just collapse and die old old man <laughs> old man now that's funny just you know, just curious, just curious. Yeah, we're not uh, invincible anymore. But it was amazing to come back from vacation and we ended up, we drove, but we just drove straight all the way back. It was like 17 hours, something stupid. Mm-hmm. Listening to true crime podcasts and shout out to <clears throat> Crime Junkies for getting us through a late night drive. Sure. The, uh, but after we listened to that, I forgot where I was going with this story. But we got home. I ended up having Friday instead of that being a driving day, ended up being an at home day. And that was the day that Resident Evil 4 came out, the remake of the PS2 masterpiece. Harold is one of the greatest video games ever made. They had the balls to remake it. And Don, I can't stop thinking about this game. I played it all weekend. <laughs> yeah. 
It's all I wanted to do today. I was like, work? I don't want to work. I want to spin this chair around, boot up the PlayStation, and get lost playing Resident Evil 4, saving Baby Eagle. The president's daughter, Ashley. President's daughter, Baby Eagle. Uh, yeah, man. We both got it on Friday. It's fun. It's fun. I don't know. You don't. You don't expect like a. I mean, it's a remake. You've you've played it already, but just why is it so? It's not more fun, but it's like reliving the fun now. Is more fun? I don't know. There's something about that game. Yeah, I was the same way. Even after the first night, I played played it, and I was thinking about it as I was going to bed. I was just like, dude, it's so fun, and I don't know why because those games are scary. And cause me anxiety and I don't want to do things and I don't want to go around each corner because I don't know what's waiting for me behind the corner but I still want to play it like it's scaring me though like it's literally it's it's got me freaked out as I'm playing I was like oh, I don't really want to be doing this but I do because uh at least I have a gun so I'm I feel kind of safe but but uh it's yeah, just man, it's, it, it's the formula man it's the puzzles the action the uh collecting things they added those i think they added it's been a long time they added like those little missions the little blue Mm -hmm. like things where you're finding charms or hunting animals or doing random tasks to get for the merchant shop yeah i don't remember those from the original um i think i do i think i do but I could be wrong. It's been a while, like you said. It's been a long time, and I don't know how far I even got into it back then um, to know what I did. What was funny was they did the demo last week, and I played mm-hmm. through the demo, and I was like, I want to play more. So I booted up. the. They have the PlayStation Plus where you can stream games. Resident Evil 4 HD is in there. So I was like, let me boot this up, and let me play the original because I just wanted more, and the demo ended. So I started playing that game. I couldn't do it. That game, and I had no idea that it still did. You know, that still had tank controls. What do you mean? Like, like, like the original ones where it's like you couldn't just like free look around. You had um, to hold forward to like move, but then uh, you had to kind of like almost RoboCop where you had to turn yourself and then go straight. Like you yeah. couldn't just like run around corners and like looking, you only had like a little window. Um, I couldn't like look upstairs without turning my whole body. And Weird. I started playing and I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. I, I lasted like I died immediately. And I was like, nope, I'll just wait a week and play the remake. Yeah, that that is a trademark of the early Resident Evil game. Those uh, controls like that, which, you know, back in 1998, we didn't care. It was like fresh and new and top of the line. But now, yeah, you need a little more movement. Last of Us games have kind of ruined (laughs) Naughty Dog has ruined that kind of stuff for us. But yeah. Uh, So yeah, I guess that is an improvement. Um, So are you playing what what difficulty are you playing this game on? Oh, I'm I'm on the assisted. Okay. Just curious. No, I'm I'm totally on the assisted because I'm scared. (laughs) I mean, I can change it, I guess, at any time if I wanted to. But uh, my aim is shit. I think you've said that about yourself too in these games. Like, I need to at least feel somewhat better about myself. So yeah, I'm I'm taking the the wimpy chicken's way out right now, playing it on the easiest uh whatever, but I don't care. I'm still having a blast with it. 
No, I usually with Resident Evil games, I always play through the first time for the story and play on assisted. And then I can do new game plus Mm. on normal and have a little bit of things. But my aim is shit. And in games like this, where it's like part of the difficulty is ammo conservation. Mm -hmm. And when my aim is shit, I waste so many bullets. So I'm like, nope, this this doesn't work. All of a sudden, I'm just out of ammo and I'm trying to knife everyone. Then my knife is breaking and I'm like, I hate this game. And it just becomes unplayable. (laughs) Right. So you're on assisted too? Oh yeah, I tell you, get through Resident Evil games now. <laughs> okay, I started doing that somewhere. I think with seven. Yeah, I was like, all right, let me play through seven, and I tried it on normal, and I kept dying and kept dying. I was like, screw this, I'm gonna play it on assisted. Played through, didn't have any problems. Everything died, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. So I just kept doing that as they've been remaking these games. I'm like, mm-hmm. let me play them on assisted, and then if I want to jump back in to play through again like i'm ready to play village again i'll probably play that on normal yeah so i'm like especially because they just you. added the third person perspective for village yeah um, so i want to check that out so i'm all resin evil up I'm, I'm pumped hey, hey listen there's there's no shame in my game i'm not ashamed to be unassisted i everyone has to play the game at their own you know comfort level that's where i feel comfortable with this game other games i can play on normal or even hard but Resident Evil is like, nope, not not doing it. I know what's in. I know what's in for me if I put it on this. So I'm good with it. My little side question I have is, how do you? I mean, people who haven't played Resident Evil games, I'm sorry you're listening to this, but also at the same time, I'm not. Um, <laughs> how do you like prioritize what your case, like what you carry, what weapons you're gonna have, like the room? I I I don't know. I I always I always have a hard time like. I don't have enough room for that, but I need that. I feel like I should have had the rifle by now, but I don't. I have this other gun. I have like whatever. It's prior prioritizing your case you carry in any Resident Evil game is like just as difficult as the game itself to me. It's like yeah. do I feel like I have the wrong things sometimes. Um, well, I've been spending a lot of my money on just max. Like I've already maxed out the initial pistol. Hmm. And I've almost maxed out like the shotgun. So I just run around with those two. I do have the rifle that I, I did end up grabbing. Um, everything else I've just been purchasing with throwing, but I did spend a lot of money really fast to make get the bigger case. Every time I saw a bigger case available, that was just what I dumped money into. So I've gone up like two or three case sizes already. Mm-hmm. Um, because I knew that was important and I've just been worried about like maximizing the weapons that I do have instead of buying other, like, I know they're like, Oh, I bought the bolt thing when it was like on sale yeah, in whatever level that was, but I used it a couple of times. I was like, I don't like this. So I just dumped it to storage. I did the same thing. I found some like red pistol somewhere and I was like, Oh, this is cool. But that I ended up buying a pistol using those like certificates that you get for doing the blue rewards sure. right and i started using it a little bit and i was like nope the other one's more powerful and i just i sold it back to him i was like i don't want it um, <laughs> i've just been trying to be very frugal in that because i carry around a lot of other just like shit i love the fact that you can hit l3 and it auto sorts your case auto arranges it so it's not like a tetris puzzle like it used to be right um and i like the fact that they and i don't remember if they did this in the other remakes i love the fact that story items don't get in your case right because that used to be a pain in the ass like oh, i need this handle or this gear to solve this puzzle but i don't have <laughs> room in my case for it so now i gotta right. run back to the storage 
Like, let me find five slots real quick yeah. where I can fit this damn handle. So I was like, thank God I don't have to like worry about that as a difficulty aspect of the game. So I really, yeah. I'm glad that I have like a secret bag to hold my treasures. Yeah. Yeah. Case management. It's important. Kids it's, out it's, there. It really is. <laughs> yeah. And you have to, yeah, you can't carry all the guns. You have to pick. No. You have pick to pick what you want. So yeah, I've just been running mostly with this. I have the rifle, the shotgun and the pistol. And I've just been working on maxing those stats. And then I don't, I usually don't use many other weapons than those in Resident right. Evil games. So sometimes I'll think about like, if I do a new game plus to do more with it, but I'll pick them up and collect them. But those sure. are kind of my main, they, they work. There you go. That works. Yeah, so, man, but it's, it's a blast. It's a blast. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what else was a blast? Finally sitting down last night to watch the season premiere of Succession. It's finally mm. here. Feels like it's been like two years since season three ended. Yeah. I was really nervous that I was going to sit down and watch Succession and not know what the hell was happening. But they did a decent previously on. They did. But you know what? <clears throat> sitting there during that, I was like, huh? I was like, wait, what happened? Oh, yeah, that happened. Oh my God. There's just, there's a lot to remember. Um, and half of the time, I don't know what's going on anyway. Right. It's so very, very complicated. It's it's really weird. Like I, you watch an episode and you're like, wait, what yeah. happened? What are they mm -hmm. talking about? By yep. the end, I'm just like, man, that was good. But I don't mm -hmm. always know why. <laughs> like whose name is that? Who's that guy they're talking about? What is this deal? Who is Pierce? What is what? Who? Yeah. Pierce. Thank you. I meant to ask before we started recording because I could not remember the name of that, uh, rival company, the rival, rival company, company that they're all trying to buy. And I was like, what is it? Because I'm going to embarrass myself, but <laughs> Don came out with the assist. So I definitely enjoy that succession season four. We're just turning into an HBO podcast because HBO is apparently where it's at <laughs> for some of these shows. So um, no one else is doing it for us at the moment. So we figured we'd just keep with it and talk about succession season four premiere and see where we wanted to go from there. Cause this is the final season, which I'm nervous because, uh, Sarah Snook, mm -hmm. the actress, said she didn't know that it was the final season until they got to the table read for the last episode. Oh. And they're like, oh, by the way, this is the last episode ever. And she was like, what? So that makes me nervous that they were like, I'm like, are they going to get an ending that they wanted? Because I think Jesse Armstrong, the creator, wanted five seasons and this is only four. So I'm like, oh. <clears throat> yeah, are I they getting pushed out the door? Is Warner Brothers pushing them out the door like they did uh, Henry Cavill? <laughs> I don't know. I hope not. I listened to a little bit of the, uh, there is a companion podcast oh, okay. on this with Jesse Armstrong, another producer. Uh, and he kind of said that they came to the agreement as a group. And it took a lot of talking about that. This is where they had a good ending in mind with this season. He said, I think in the room, they were, there were talks and they were throwing stuff at the walls. Like, well, we could go this way. There could be more to this. We could go, you know, further, but they're like, at the end of the day, the decision came down like, yeah, this is, this is the ending. We have it. We have it. Like we can do it in this season and that's enough of the story. So I feel like it is kind of planned. Maybe like they just wanted to drop it on the actors. So they didn't, you know, go forward with their craft any differently, you know, yeah. not knowing that it's the last season, but yeah, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, man, final season and, we're in it now. It's begun. Well, and I think it's 
it is kind of like one story. Yeah, you have seasons, you have a little bit of time jumps, you have some stuff, but it's still just all who's going to succeed Logan. In That's this. what the show is called. Yeah, Succession. Yeah, Succession. <laughs> so it's it's very much like what is going to happen with this family, the Roy family that basically, if you don't know, mm-hmm. you yeah. have the Roy Tell family. You have the Roy family, which are basically like these media moguls. And you have Logan Roy, and then you have his four kids. And they all have varying interests in this family-owned business. So when you start the show, you're sitting there with Logan uh, Roy talking about a succession plan and almost seeming like he wants to step down. And then he has a stroke Mm -hmm. and kind of is like, man, fuck that. I'm not stepping down. I'm never stepping down. (laughs) I will die in this chair. And, uh, all of his kids kind of almost being screwed from that. So then it's been a season after season of kind of like figuring out how they're going to out real and deal each other in a big business type setting with all these, like they're kind of like a, almost a stone age type media company. So it's, he does things a lot of old school. The kids want to do stuff, new school. It's really an interesting show and it's not one I thought I would like, but it's kind of hilarious. And oh, yeah, uh, it's, it's funny. It's funny it's, when it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny when it needs to be. It's heavy when it needs to be. And just mm-hmm. overall, it's just entertaining as hell. Um, yeah. They're, they're talking. And I, like I said, you can't, don't, don't always know what they're talking about. And they're vulgar as hell saying mm-hmm. all kinds of random crap, but it's just, it just works. It's one of those shows that just like makes you feel smarter for some reason. Right. Like if you're watching the, the West Wing or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I'm an adult now. Yeah, just like this. I like watch you, real shows. <laughs> yeah, I watch shows that make me sit there like with my fist mm-hmm. under my mouth, like, hmm, I'm putting all the pieces together. Yeah, this is like one of those shows. And like you just said, the kids, uh, him and all his kids. What are their names? Uh, you said Shiv. <laughs> Shiv, Roman. Uh... Shiv, Roman, Connor is like uh, the goofy one who like you forget is around sometimes. Yeah, and, and Kendall. Kendall. God, I couldn't think of Kendall's name, but yeah, they're all they're all different. Like you said, the show started with Kendall kind of thinking he was the main heir apparent. Yeah, he's the heir apparent, even though he's not the oldest son, but he's like the one more involved with the business. Connor is the oldest son, but he's like a half brother to the other sibling, so he's kind of always just been off to the side and never. No one really takes him seriously, even to this day. In the fourth season, he's kind of just like off to the side. Uh, Shiv started off where she was like in politics. She wasn't even part of the business uh, throughout the seasons though. She's become more like she wants to be in charge and she's had her opportunities. Logan told her she at one point that it was her and like then went back on it and has gone back and forth. And you've had uh Roman this entire time, like the youngest thinking he's the smartest guy in the room, but he's like the nut job kind of like you know not not really he's smart but he's just like the wild card um and just watching all these characters kind of shift and all these things throughout the years has been fun to watch like they're all despicable characters you know what i mean yeah it's hard it's hard to root for anybody but you still do root for no one and everyone at the same time yeah you're Uh, kind of okay with whatever happens like logan always says i never lose and really he hasn't at this point right Right. so it's one of those things where even when he loses he still wins so you're like kind of like rooting for him 
But then at the same yeah. time, you're like, well, someone's got to take over this company. Like he's not going to be around forever. Right. What's going to happen? Enter cousin Greg. Oh my God. <laughs> Greg, Greg's going to sit on the throne. I did. It's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a game of Thrones there. It's going to be a wild card. Uh, who's going to end up on the throne. Yeah. It's going to be cousin Greg. Um, so we come back around to season four mm-hmm. where we basically ended the season with Logan kind of getting the one up on the kids, but the three kids, uh, Kendall, Shiv and Roman were united for the first time in the ever. So they were really ready to do a run a coup and push their dad out. And he ended up getting word from it from Shiv's husband, Tom. He mm-hmm. kind of ratted out his wife to her father. Yeah. And uh, because Logan had this like heads up on the uh, this coup that was about to happen, they were he was able to basically get in the way of it and stop it from actually happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind my of, understanding. That's what that's I the, think that's happened. The I could be wrong. Of, that, no, that was the big bombshell from the end of last year was Tom, who throughout the entire series, for those who watch, you know what we're talking about, but like Tom has kind of been Shiv's, I don't want to say like a lap dog, but like he's kind of like followed her lead with everyone. She's like the alpha in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and we always kind of got the idea that she didn't really love Tom. She did, but she didn't. It's just more of like a marriage of convenience and finding a guy, you know, just to be married. You know what I mean? Like they kind of had this open relationship that she was basically propelling that direction. Like we got the feeling Tom didn't really want to do that, but he was just going along with it because he loves Shiv. Mm -hmm. Um, And so throughout the years, we always, it kind of seemed like Tom would just do anything for her. He would never, go against her or whatever but at the end of season three he basically you know chose his interests his career and his interests and like siding with logan over shiv and it's like you know him basically being like it's not personal but this is business and this is my career and my life and that's important too so that's that was like the huge thing with them um but yeah this this season kind of sees the beginning of the three main children i'm leaving connor off sorry connor but but like uh shiv kendall and um roman all being aligned and i don't know about you throughout the years whenever those three kind of feel like they're on the same page for a little bit i like it yeah like when they all get together and they put all the bullshit to the side because they've done horrible things to each other for three seasons uh talk shit and insult each other up and down but when they're kind of that family unit together. I I was excited at the end of season three to be like, all right, now it's all the kids versus Logan. And I don't know why I like that better than yeah. like, let's say, you know, Romans against uh, Kendall or, or Shiv's against Kendall. Like I like, I like that they're all three together. You- when I liked, yeah. Going through all of those things. Cause I enjoyed them going at each other as well, but now, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it was all leading to them. They needed to team up if they were going to actually, try to win some way they were going to topple their their father and it seemed like we did a time jump which was good so we didn't have to deal with any of the fallout we just got to do this time jump where it almost seemed like the three of them decided they were going to do something different like they were taking Mm -hmm. their shares they were kind of going to let 
Logan have his empire and do whatever he wants. And they were going to be like, Hey, we're just going to go play over here, start this company called the 100 and have no idea what it was. Some kind of new news streaming platform, whatever they were doing. They didn't really dive too deep into what it was. As far as I was aware, it was supposed to be revolutionary, but low key and their own thing that they wanted to build. And that did not last very long. No, it it would have been just like a meta or something. You know what I mean? Like, trying to compare it to something real or like a, a new, like you said, a new way, how we get media now, like kids through their phones and streaming. And it's a, it's a stock app and it's a news app and it's a games thing and it's whatever. Um, but yeah, ultimately they decided when they found out that Pierce, which is the, uh, has been the competitor to, uh, ATN is that's what it's called, right? ATN. Yeah. For years. And Logan's always coveted it. Um, when they found out that might be available to them, they can't help themselves, but be like, no, that should be ours. Like screw dad. We're going to take that. We know he wants it. Like still in the pit of them, they can't let go of this game of one upsmanship. And like, we want to prove that we're better than him, that we could do this better than him. Like his own, you know, uh, empire we could run it better than he ever could so let's go take this and do it our way and bury him basically um that's mainly kendall and shiv's thought roman kind of just decides to go along with it at the end because he's still daddy's boy it feels like in the in the pit of his heart but uh yeah it's cool yeah it absolutely was like, hey, here we are. And then we yeah. kept bouncing back and forth to Logan's sad, sad birthday party. <laughs> it was a very sad birthday party. Yeah, he, he was hates, he hates people. He really does hate people and he hates uh-huh. the, being the center of attention in that kind of way. And always. yeah, so he always, whenever they have a party, he always seems like he hates everything. But this one mm-hmm. seemed a little worse for where as to where he was going. But Logan's birthday party did provide us with Greg and Tom getting back together. The disgusting brothers that they were calling themselves. Oh my God. Just the, the, the chemistry between Greg and Tom is amazing. And they were always good. They're always good for like that comedic relief. If they start talking about something like the shit that Tom gives, because obviously, as you said, Tom is kind of like to his wife, he's kind of the, the sub in that relationship yeah, right his wife kind of is the one in charge and then he goes right back to greg and is like well my wife shits on me i'm gonna shit on you oh, and yeah. he's he's the alpha in that he's, relationship yeah, he's the alpha yeah. in this relationship so it's fun to see tom be very you know submissive to his wife but extremely dominant to uh to greg <laughs> Yeah, in hilarious ways. Like oh, he's yeah, always hilarious just, ways. He's always just fucking with his mind. Yeah. <laughs> like telling him yeah. things that are like, "Oh, you're in trouble, Greg." Like, "What? <laughs> I am?" <laughs> and he just believes it cuz he's so funny and gullible, but like every time they talk to each other, it's just uh get ready for comedy. Like yeah. it's hilarious. I well, laughed out loud a couple times. Yeah, as soon as Greg walked into the party bringing some girl and everyone's like, "Who's that girl? Yeah. Why are you bringing her to this party? Is she an undercover you know, operative for, you know, yeah. business espionage and all this stuff. And he's like, what? I met her. Yeah. They were like, is she an app girl? <laughs> did you meet her yeah, on an the, app? The one, yeah. Logan's assistant's like, did you meet her on the apps? Like, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he did. And that just was great. I loved, I like I said, I always loved the two of them together. 
Yeah, Greg Greg by himself is hilarious. Yeah. Tom is funny, but when you put them together, it's like comedic gold. I'm telling yes. you. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um but yes, yeah, so then they like I said, uh Tom kind of accidentally tipped off Shiv on this this sale with Pierce Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Right. So then the kids decided, hey, yeah, we're going for this, which was super cool. Um, and then they did this outbidding, started did this bidding war secretly against their father to who's going to buy this this empire. And one of the things that was really like almost sweet and sad was Logan really missing his kids for his birthday. And the right. fact that they weren't there to basically give him shit or talk mm-hmm. shit about other people in the room. He wanted random people to say funny things. Say something yeah. funny. Why don't you roast me? Because that's what his kids would do. And he's like, yeah. or they would roast the other managers or they would roast mm-hmm. other people in the room and you just give everyone was busting balls and no one's busting balls. It's sitting quiet while they're waiting for these bids to come in. And Logan is like, say something funny. <laughs> and it was really right. kind of funny and uncomfortable. And then when you thought about it and just real realizing that he's doing that because he misses his kids, you're just like, man, yeah. that's sad. Yeah. He misses Roman being in the room, like talking shit to every single person. Yeah. Or all of them did that. Kendall yeah. did that. Shiv did that. Yeah. He was kind of looking to fill that void. He's basically like gone against his kids in the business world and shunned them and like pushed them out. But you can tell that he misses his family. He still loves his family. That's he loves his kids. Yeah. He always has. Whenever, whenever throughout the entire running of the show, when things aren't about business, he's still like a dad to them. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so yeah, that was kind of sad. And I didn't really think about it until you're saying it like, yeah, him saying somebody say something funny. Somebody roast somebody like that's his way of being like, fill the role that my kids did that like made me feel like a you know dad yeah. uh, cuz if you think back he really enjoyed like he always was laughing and he always right. enjoyed the ball busting that those kids would do there's a reason they did it right. the reason they, they talked that them. way and yeah and like greg greg was, greg was like where's your kids roman where's your kids on your birthday <laughs> i was like oh shit greg yeah. don't care yeah, and then he's just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't really know what I'm saying right now. You're really scary. You're really intimidating. Yeah. And then then uh Logan, hey, I bet everyone a dollar to go smell Greg's finger. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh poor Greg. Uh, yes. Greg accidentally making a sex tape in one of the rooms was <laughs> hilarious. That yeah. killed me. Um he was like, You accidentally made Logan a sex tape. You have to tell him. Like he watches those every night with a glass of scotch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was super, super. God, it was gold. It was yeah. gold. Uh, mm-hmm. But then we ended everything really on kind of a sad note because I mean, while they're doing these negotiations, I guess we could talk about the negotiations as they were going through with with Cherry Jones popping up as a uh, Miss Nan Pierce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that, but I also enjoyed her like, oh my God, this is so uncomfortable. I don't like this, but I mean, I like the number, you know, 9 billion and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like her being very like, I, I, don't, I don't feel right about this, but if you're going to do this, then maybe tell me this. And like mm-hmm. her still trying to play something while not, while trying to just be innocent, you know, and it was yeah. just like, oh yeah. Roman is like, oh, what number comes after nine? I wonder. Mm-hmm. Start with a B. Oh. <laughs> 
every episode of this show has like some kind of tense boardroom style like uh showdown or something Mm -hmm. you know what i mean not everyone but most of them do like something's coming down to the wire somebody's gonna lose a bunch of money somebody's gonna spend a bunch of money somebody's gonna make the wrong decision somebody's gonna be ruined forever and that, that was like the moment in this show where as it's happening you're like you know how are the kids gonna fuck this up how is logan gonna outsmart them how is how are they gonna maybe get the better of him for the first time it's like that tenseness and that like anxiety level that just makes the show so good and so fun to watch because you just don't know what's going to happen you're like i'm scared for them like all these despicable people but i'm scared for what they're going to do like they're going to fuck something up uh that was yeah. that moment of this episode like that whole stretch there of them bidding against their father on opposite sides of the country but uh, with money that they knows, don't even know if they have right that was the that's the scary part like let's go to nine five do we have nine five uh like they don't know if they even have this money, but they're bit, you know, yeah, or so they're they going to be able to get it. Yeah. So yeah. they, they ended up winning with a bit of $10 billion to buy That's this a That's media a company with a B, which they were, their banker was only telling them that they could come up with what? Seven, five. Right. And then they somehow pushed their way up to 10 and said it, you know, and we're like, we got it. It was a conversation ending offer, which was awesome. But yeah, I can imagine there's still being problems coming in from these kids swooping in, and yeah. I'm, a, I'm imagining that's going to mess up other deals that were that are currently in place, or where you know the different ATN was about to get bought out by was it Gojo? Gojo with old uh, Scarsguard. Scarsguard coming in and buying buying out ATN and doing that, and now I, I bet you them owning Pierce had something to do with that. So I've imagined that that's going to be a problem. Oh yeah, it'll be a problem. Um, there's yeah. a reason why. There's a reason why Logan started with six. And, mm-hmm. you know, only wanted to go up to a certain number because 10 is going to be a problem for somebody who doesn't have 10, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So they uh, said the bigger number, which is what Logan said. Congratulations on saying the bigger number. Yep. Fuck you or something similar to that. Fuck off. Yeah. Something somewhere in there, somewhere, somewhere in there was a direct quote for him. Yeah. Um, but part of that negotiation when Nan was worried about their connections with the family and she mentioned Shiv's marriage to Tom and how Tom was working for her father and she said, well, we're getting divorced. And it kind of was out which, of the blue and it caught, surprised everybody. I was going to say it caught Kendall off guard. Yeah. He gave that little look like, really? Uh, yep. And we realized we kind of find out in there that they've been separated since he kind of ratted them out to her father and mm-hmm. decided I, and it was really kind of a weird thing. Cause I was like, is she, obviously we didn't see all that middle stuff. Obviously they weren't doing well, but when she went to basically said, we're done, you're like, she didn't really look like she wanted to. So it was almost like, is she finally just doing it just because this deal? Right. Like, did that have just like, I have to go do it now because that's why the deal worked was because I said I was getting divorced. <laughs> mm. So, I mean, I know they had their, their issues and yeah, but she's, you know, still seen aspects of Tom that she, you know, she obviously still loves Tom somewhere inside. Yeah, they both do. And they, I feel like they both have reasons to get divorced, but they also probably have reasons not to. The -hmm. scene was a, like a real, like a real emotional scene Mm because we've seen these two characters have their ups and downs, but they always kind of were on each other's side in a way. 
Yeah. Um, there was that one rough moment, which I think they even showed in like the previously on where they, they had like this game last season where it's like, I'll tell you the truth. You tell me the hard truth. And like Shiv was half joking, but Tom took it really seriously where she was like, I don't really love you, whatever. And he like took that really to heart. So I think that kind of helped him do what he ended up doing with, mm-hmm. you know, choosing his career first over his marriage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was a, this was a heavy scene. Them like, you know, deciding they are going to get divorced and being like, you know, we gave it a go. And, uh, off we go. Neither, neither one of them storing off. It wasn't like an angry, they're not throwing things around the room. They're not fighting. It's just like, yeah, I mean, we've come to the end of this. And that was, yeah. I mean, we'll see how it kind of plays out in the remaining episodes, but that was a good scene, heavy scene. Um, yeah. And it'd be interesting to see where everything kind of is laying out from there and what the fallout from that is going to be. So they definitely did a lot of setting the stage for the season, for the final season of this show. We have all the players in place as to what they're doing and pushing towards what's going to happen. You know, is this company still going to exist? Is there going to be a succession? Is Logan going to win? Is kids, one of the kids going to win? Are they going to turn on each other? Like so much can happen in these, what, eight episodes or whatever it is. Well, we won't do too much predicting, but my question, just a, a general question, like who you alluded to it a little bit, but who are you rooting for in this? Who is, who is your person? You're like, at the end of this show, I want them to be the winner I, successful. I think I would probably be going for Roman. Okay. I think he's had the biggest arc like of growth from where he started and being kind of the degenerate who was just kind of there because this, you know, this is where dad wants me. And I just kind of be the daddy's boy and kind of, you know, jerking off to the window on the window and just kind of really being a degenerate Mm -hmm. coming now, like where we are now, he's a different person than that. He is trying to be serious. He's trying, you know, he's, he's done stuff. He's just had a lot of growth that I think him ending up on top would be unexpected because you would just imagine that he's never shown as the type of person to wheel or deal, or he always wants to do everything kind of the right way. Mm-hmm. And just, he has, he's always had this idea of like what, what we should do, what this company needs to do. And no one ever wants to listen to him. So the fact of him trying to like actually coming out and saying, well, I actually worked this deal and like screwing everybody, I think would be really satisfying. For sure. Who you rooting for? I don't know, man. It's weird. I've had, I go back and forth, but I'm still a Kendall guy. I I don't know why. I think it's just because how hard he had it last year, last season. He's had it hard. Like, after all the stuff he went through, like, you know, spoilers, season one, accidentally killing a guy, kid, and then his dad finding uh, his dad finding out about it and basically, like, holding it over his head and, like, kind of holding him captive. And then um, him just kind of, like, falling apart and everyone in the family hates him and he's off on his own. And, uh, like, his dad's still holding it over his head and basically telling him if anyone's going to go to jail or take the fall, it has to be you Kendall and Kendall just being like, okay. And just being like, you know, I don't know. And I feel like he's smart enough, still smart enough to do it. And it should have been his to begin with. Like 
back in the beginning of season one, like it should have been Kendall's. He was the guy for the job. Yeah. His entire downfall happened because he got screwed right. by his dad. And he started doing drugs again and just, mm-hmm. he spiraled from there and everything that happened was a direct result of him not yeah. getting what he was promised. Yeah. And that he was working for. He was busting his ass to get it then and stay on the straight and narrow. And once it kind of lost, he was like, well, whatever, I'm going to go have fun again. Yeah. He's, he's done terrible things too, but I feel like he's, you know, paid there's a redemption paid, in there. Yeah. There's definitely redemption. He's like paid his dues and it should be him, but I don't know. We're sitting here talking like somebody's going to get something like who knows what they're going to do, how they're going to end this show. They have to end it somehow. Um, yeah. They could all end up very, with nothing. Yeah, it's a very hard one to predict. But I would be happy with Cousin Greg sneaking in the back door. <laughs> right. Because I could see uh, it because he's come a long way as well. And I could see yeah. him working something, him or Tom. They, they, they're they there for a reason. And I can, they are. I can see them having a big impact as well. But like I said, mine, I think from an arc, a satisfying arc standpoint, Roman doing a big move that you don't yeah. see coming because you wouldn't see it coming because he's never done anything like that. He's always been like the lowest one you'd expect to get there. Mm-hmm. Like Kendall, if it happened, people are like, Oh yeah. Or even Shiv, like if, if Shiv got to be like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, like Roman Roman's gonna. Yeah. And they're the two that have been told Shiv and Kendall have been told that they, they can have it. That it's Roman's never, as far as I can remember, never been even told or even thought about. And they were laughing at him when he wanted to be a manager and they sent him to management training and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I think over the years, he's really shown that he can do it. And I think he wants it, but I think it'd be interesting. But yeah, I have no idea. Like I said, anything, the whole thing could go bankrupt and they can all end up homeless by the end of this. I don't know. Yeah. It can go anyway. So I'm super excited. Super pumped. Oh, yeah. Uh love talking about this with you. I'm gonna have to listen to their official one and kind of get the the lowdown on what's mm-hmm. going on with this. But man, succession is back. It's a great, great jump. Go from last of us to succession. Yeah, man. And if you guys are listening, that means you are into succession too. Uh we think it's a you know, one of the better shows out there. So I'm happy to talk about it with you. It's glad to talk it out with somebody. Um it's a very interesting show a lot of twists and turns and uh drama and just i don't know why it's just fun to sometimes watch rich white billionaires <laughs> rich white have billionaires. problems <laughs> have problems I'm sure there's something deep down inside there that'll answer that question for you. <laughs> that's why we like shows like what was the other one uh about the hotel murders white lotus white lotus same thing just Rich billionaires having problems. It's fun. It's juicy. It's dramatic. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's a it's a nice change of pace coming off of the last of us, ready to talk more about it. Um, if you're still listening to us, then obviously you care about succession. If not, hopefully you do now and you can go binge some seasons and catch up with us. Um, you have any questions on succession? or Resident Evil 4, since we did talk about that as well. Hit us up on all the normal things. Raised a geek. We are easy to find across all social media, podcast platforms. We exist. You can even shoot us an email at raisedageek at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about Succession. 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 But I think that's going to do it for us this week. I think we're all talked out. So for Raise the Geek, I'm Chris. And I'm done. 
And thanks for checking out the show. Where geek is all we speak.